Welcome back to another episode of Two Girls, One Cup. We're two girls, and we talk about the World Cup. My name's Bree. I'm here again with Shelby. Shelby, welcome back. Thanks. Where have you been? I've been actually <laughs> literally gone. Literally gone. I mean, I kind of was too a little bit, but um, now we're back. I know we promised an episode... Oh God! Was that a week or like two a ago? Week or two. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. A lot has happened. We'll we'll catch up on all that, and we'll we'll try to sort out our feelings. But um, I don't. I, to be fair, I don't really know where to start. Going into Netherlands, I think we thought we saw some good things in Portugal. In the Portugal game. Going into Sweden, we're thinking many things probably. But we made it through, and that's all that mattered That was, at that moment, I think. Yeah, my main thought was, we made it through. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> Dope. We did it. Somehow, we did it. But but see, I think, and, and again, to take it back to, like, where we were at, even from, like, you know, the, the criticism, the analysis of, you know, everyone was going so hard on them for not winning by X amount or dressing a certain way and just acting like they've already won. But the thing was, regardless of the results of their game, whether they won in a dramatic way, they didn't lose. Yeah. And also we made it through our group. So at that point, it was just like none of that noise of conversation matters at this point. It's true. Going it's into almost Sweden. like... Yeah. Fresh, clean fresh, slate. Yeah. yeah. So... Sweden happens. And and the thing is, Shibin, you're away. No service when Sweden happens. No. I so, have no idea what happened. Yeah. Quick note about that. I also didn't know what happened because I mis- like got my days mixed up and I thought the game was going to be like Sunday evening, like going into <laughs> Monday. So I fully had like plan to wake up a whole day later Surprise. to watch this. Surprise! I wake up and I see that people are watching the game and I was like, wait a minute, I missed it. Yeah, So, surprise. thankfully I saw no spoilers. However, just to catch you up to where I was at mentally, I didn't see a result, but I did see someone comment, that was such a good game. And I thought, oh. great. Wow. This is going to be great. We're going to win... If someone is commenting that on, like, ready to watch USA, it probably means that it was a good game in favor of us. Yeah, because to be fair, most of the commentary had been negative. Right. Or negative leaning. Yeah. Like, prior to that. Yeah. And so in retrospect, now knowing what happened, why would that person say that? (laughs) Why would that person say, this is such a good game? And yes objectively maybe it was but come on it was are you speechless yeah (laughs) yeah are you speechless i watched the highlights Mm -hmm. and my thoughts were why why do we have so many shots i have stats yeah oh do you i do okay let's hear that because i couldn't believe i'm like surely i'm not watching this, mm-hmm. right? And that's just the highlights, right? Like we they're had only... 22 shots and Sweden had nine. Oh my God. 11 of our shots were on target. Mm-hmm. Sweden's got a great goalkeeper, I will say. Fantastic. Amazing. amazing. She had an amazing, she played out of her skin the entire game. But see, that's kind of, so 
to catch you up to first half i watched first half went into that or like i restarted the whole thing after i found out that it was over <laughs> restarted from the beginning um after the first half i felt really good i was like you know what lots of shots lots of lots shots of a lot of positive like moving forward from what we've been seeing yeah um for me and i had this i had this written down emily sonnet who mm -hmm. by the way i never was a big fan of i mean i always saw her kind of as like a bench player on the team in like previous you know previous uh rosters and just thought she was more of like a a background or locker room type player mm -hmm. never really saw her on the pitch as like a contributing person um but why was i eating my words she is probably the only reason why we kept ourselves in that game and why we looked so good and like dangerous that like swinging defensive mid that they were kind of doing throughout the game i mean she was all over everyone the not only just the entire first half but also the entire game amazing yeah i was pretty pretty impressed with her but those stats are astonishing it's kind of like scary like we had twice as many shots but we just like couldn't finish them mm -mm. at all no we it was yeah it's pretty disappointing and then okay so to walk you through the second half i know like i said i know you watched the highlights yeah but the second half Imagine my horror when I'm going through this game thinking, you know, there's going to be a result in our favor. So I'm just kind of waiting for that moment. Again, that was a wild assumption on my part. To be wild fair, assumption. I also had that assumption. Yeah. Like watching like, the highlights. Watching the highlights. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, I knew yeah. the result, but like if I hadn't known what was going to come, I'm like, we're getting a lot of opportunities. This like, is looking uh, good. Any normal person yeah. would be like, this is looking they really good. They looked fine to me. Like, yeah. things were clicking at, finally. Um, you end the game, you end regulation, 0-0. Zero, zero. There's some yeah. chances. Are we surprised Alex Morgan was offsides again? No. no. Alex Morgan was born offsides. <laughs> She was born offsides, and I feel I feel really bad um, that she had that happened to her again, uh, especially given like she wasn't you know she was later subbed out and not even given the chance to take a PK. But Ouch. we'll get there. Um, anyway, end of regulation. We go into extra time. I'm still thinking, hey. These 30 minutes. Games have gone into extra time before, and it's been fine. It's been fine. Everything's fine. It wasn't fine. <laughs> it wasn't fine. PKs come around. Again, like I said, Alex Morgan subbed out. You have Rapino in. And then you have the two subs. Christy Mewis come in, comes in. Um, gosh, I can't remember the second sub that when They were clearly subbed for the PKs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, which is like, okay, fair. Maybe it was Kelly O'Hara? I'm not sure. Maybe. Exactly. Um, regardless, they have a job that they need to, and that's score their PKs. <laughs> and, um, those first five, Andy Sullivan killed it, crushed it, amazing. You know, made a statement with her PK. Mm -hmm. And then we get a little bit later into the lineup, and it's disastrous from there. I mean, my job was on the floor hinged. yeah yeah megan rapino missing a pk what do you think about that well first i'm sad yeah of course 
second yes. i was trying to been naturally denial to be honest i'm like <laughs> no i didn't see that right yeah but it was so so off like it just not it even... felt surreal yeah sad yeah it was very sad as her last World Cup, mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm holding on to. Is that's why I'm so sad because we didn't even really get to see her play that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> especially in the beginning mm-hmm. group stage. But let me ask you this though. Okay, this kind of I, I saw this kind of question get brought up, and it's like, did Megan Rapinoe only make that roster because of her history? Like, Probably. did she? Is she fit? Is she well at good, like at the level that we need her to be to be on this team and to actually contribute and to like get us a fourth World Cup? That's actually a really good question. Or is she just there because she's been here before? I feel like people like... also have that question about Julia Hurts too. Mm, yeah, I know. I remember mm-hmm. a lot of people were really upset that she got called back mm-hmm. and like taking up a spot on the roster just because she's like a big name mm-hmm. and like. A veteran of the team yeah but well and, and that's an the thing. argument it's a huge argument and it's and it's one that where it's like they are so close to retirement and you have to ask yourself like okay are they just there because it's like their last their world last world cup and we're just you know for the frills for the showmanship of it and to have the big names or is it like no this person we would not win if this person was not in our starting lineup it's a good I mean yeah. Yeah. And the, and that's the thing. Julie Ertz was in the starting lineup and, and, and that's fair. Like I Yeah. That you know, again, going back to the controversial topic around her, because, you know, she didn't have a lot of games under her mm-hmm. belt. Like after having the baby and coming back, she had only played a few games um leading up to the World Cup. But again, I thought she did solid. I thought she looked fine. There were some questionable moments, of course. I mean, I feel like everyone was and I'll I'll get to that point for me in a minute, but like aside from her, you have maybe what, Kelly O'Hara's another older person. Did she get many minutes? Not really. No. Just like um, Pino. Yeah. I don't know. It is a good... It is like a fascinating topic that I feel like could speak into a much bigger issue. <clears throat> where I feel like this might not only pertain to like women's sports in particular, but I mm-hmm. feel like it would happen more in women's sports because it drives more money and like more fame and more recognition. Like those are names that people know, like Mm -hmm. people know Alex Morgan, people know Megan Rapinoe, people know, like if you put a squad of like fresh players, like who are also talented, Mm -hmm. I feel like the hype might not be as high. And so I feel maybe that adds to it. That adds to it. Mm -hmm. And that's just like a huge other topic to discuss which yeah. is extremely interesting no and that that kind of goes into what we were saying early on which is like you need that balance you need that balance of older players that have mm-hmm. been here before have experienced this know how to get through those tough moments and then you need the new rising talent that's gonna push the envelope that's gonna go out there and have you know prove prove everyone wrong that they're you know so young and just you know have nothing to lose basically yeah um a couple of things I wanted to share with you, actually, about some of these players, some of these names that you just uh, just mentioned. 
highest paid World Cup players. Okay, and there's a list. Ten. Sorry, I had to count how many there were. Ten players on this list. Yeah. How many of them would you guess were from the U.S. Women's National Team out of ten? All of them. Am I right? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. There's nine of them. Okay. Are, it's got to be like most of are, them. And then one of them from Spain, which I... This is a newer name for me. I got to really find out who this is, not only because... They're from Spain, but also I'm very interested in Spain right now. I mm-hmm. feel like Spain's a dark horse. But anyway, that's another another topic. Number one, Alex Morgan, $7.1 million. That's, like, honestly not that surprising to me. Because, yes. like we said last episode, my niece has a Barbie doll of Alex Morgan. So, like, <laughs> people know next her. Next level. Yeah. yeah. Rapino, obviously, just under or just below her at $7 million. And then you have Trinity Rodman. Crystal Dunn, Julie Ertz, Sophia Smith, Lindsay Horan. Lindsay Horan. Go. Uh, Roosevelt and Sophia Huerta, who also we hadn't didn't see much of yeah, this World Cup. Yeah, actually, that's surprising that to hear her name on that list. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. also equally surprised. Wow. She's at number 10 at 1.3 million. Okay. Interesting. Highest paid World Cup players. You have 10, oh, sorry, 9 of the 10 on this list, U.S. Women's National Team, and yet we have not we got, made it. We, we got <laughs> Did knocked not make out. It. We got knocked out way too early, but Guys. also deservingly so. I didn't think they didn't did enough to really and 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 that's unfair. We can like we like, can argue. Yeah. We never know what they were capable of, what they were going to see. But that's just the beauty of football and the World Cup, especially you. If you that it's it, all it takes is one chance. It's so true for you to be gone. Yeah, and it doesn't matter about the shoulda, woulda, or coulda. <laughs> you know. But as a result of our exit, we will be splitting our earnings. I I want to see how mad this makes you. Fourteen million dollars will okay. be split with the men's national team Wait. after their after their agreement to to share our all of our earnings yes wait why are we sharing so yeah remember the equal pay so yeah yeah yeah. so yeah everything is shared u.s soccer agreed to to have this pool of all our money so anything they earn gets shared with the women and vice versa but i don't know why this makes me so mad that we have like this is the highest they've ever received i believe um Despite them going out so early, but fourteen million dollars, and they're gonna be taking home about like seven point three million. But still, just like Alex Morgan, hearing it, like literally Alex Morgan's <laughs> paycheck. But the men didn't even do anything. Does that not like, ugh? <laughs> they did absolutely really nothing. <laughs> they existed. They existed, and they get seven million dollars. Imagine. I wonder how far, on average, the men's team get. In the World Cup, like, mm. to compare. Yeah. I wonder what that math looks like to see, like, how much the women's team is carrying the men. Obviously. It's Despite clear. even being knocked out early. <laughs> Let's be for real. I think the farthest the men have gone, I would say the round, round of 16. 16. Yeah. <laughs> They've gone. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. I mean, I guess at this point we can't really talk... I mean, it's just a rough time to be 
the citizen of the United States. Mm-hmm. Let's be for real. It is, and it's hard to to see that this team go out like this because you know, of course, there's there's been so many people hating on them for kind of like throwing all the okay, stuff that they've done. Primarily, you can argue that it's not the team, like the players themselves, is not their fault if they're mishandled. Like yes. Anything could happen. Thank you. That leads me to my final point about this. Here we go. Thank you for saying that. Because my final thoughts on the U.S. Women's National Team is I felt like the mismanagement of this team was so obvious. Um, Everything from the system of play and also like game management preparation everything like it's it shows yeah like the all of these things you can't hide from them they show and even so much as penalty kicks you can't make penalty kicks as what the top nation in this tournament ranked the highest possible and you have some of the best players on this roster in the in the world on your team and you cannot make a good amount more than half of your kicks out of five it's with all the players that you have i mean that's just inexcusable inexcusable i feel like honestly if this were (laughs) call it like the premier league yeah the manager would have been immediately fired immediately fired like after the first game yes like after vietnam yeah like who cares if we win like it was still terrible leadership so bad and this and that's the frustrating part i feel like the players weren't set up for success and they weren't put in position like to find out after the fact that alex morgan was told not to be alex morgan is upsetting i don't know if you read that but like vlaco basically asked her to be a playmaker and not like play a certain role it just of like a nine why try and change anyone yeah yeah like their your job i believe as the coach is to take the talent of the players and use them in the most efficient way Mm -hmm. for your team to achieve Mm -hmm. the goal which is scoring goals yeah so to like try and change the system up it just seems like a really like novice move in my opinion yeah. And ultimately led to, I don't want to say to our demise. But, <laughs> but actually, though, I mean, goodness, like you go out, you lose the Olympics. I didn't really watch the Olympics to be fair, yeah, so I don't really know really. what happened there because, come on, it's the Olympics. Um, you lose that with great talent and then you go into the World Cup thinking like, OK, that's in the past. We've learned from it. But to then to seemingly try to stick with a similar system or similar idea and try to fit players to that instead of just letting us be who we are and just working with what we like what makes us so great it's overthinking it's it was overthought it was too much and i hated every second of it so (laughs) i'm actually relieved as sad as it is to say i'm actually relieved they're out in a sense that now i can just enjoy the The tournament is over and not yes my suffering has finally ended finally but aside from them (laughs) there's been some good games there's been some good games recently um 
Not sure if you caught any scores of them, but yeah, England, England. played. I was going to say, I know England. England played Nigeria, and there was a red card. Did I didn't see, see the red card. You didn't no. see the red card? No. Oh, Lauren James, amazing player. Um, just kind of lost her head and st- stomped on Shut up. a Nigerian player. Like, not like super hard, but like she's. She definitely did it on purpose. And she got a red card. She got I think it's like a two game ban. But yeah, she she will only come back if like they go to the final, I think. If England goes to the final. But they went to PKs. Ouch. Yeah. And Nigeria, oh, that was the hardest part, I think. Is uh you know me. I love a I love an African nation making it far. Um they played well. They played really well. They held England off like they played fantastic uh, fantastic game plan that they executed really well mm-hmm. and frustrated the hell out of England in like the best possible ways and just did England just couldn't find an answer um, for what Nigeria kind of prepared for and I just thought the way that like that's what I hope for from like, yeah <laughs> from a US side like that is the kind of stuff that we needed that we just never got but that was really well done, but unfortunately it wasn't enough in the, the penalty kicks. Chloe Kelly. Did you read about that too, Shivan? The mm-hmm. fastest kick ever. Even higher than Premier League. Like her the rate at which she shot her PK. Wait a second. Was faster than like even the in the Premier League, it was the fastest um and sorry, I don't have like the exact kilometers per hour, but um the fastest like shot in the premier league this was like faster faster it was an amazing peak peak penalty kick as well i love that yeah good for her yeah i like england too i'm not gonna lie but girl power <laughs> did you say girl power? yeah yeah it's fucking dope <laughs> that is dope i do love england too yeah how could you not um Colombia won as well. I really like Colombia. I like um Casero. Love her. 18-year-old star. I, she didn't score that one goal, but still I think that squad is very talented. And then France. I mean, you can't not like France, I feel like. I don't know. Is that just me? I just Have really you seen love France. No. Okay. They do amazing marketing for their women's team. Do they? Like in France? Yeah, for the women's national team in France. Oh my god. There was a commercial I saw, and it was basically (laughs) the men's team, like, scoring goals and, like, doing dope moves or whatever. And there's, like, French people just watching the game. And then it, like... I forget how it transitions, but, like, (laughs) it happens that they had CGI'd all the men's faces... Like, it was actual plays from the women's team. Oh, shit. It was actually, like, the dopest... Oh, my God. ...like, soccer commercial I've ever seen. Holy shit, I gotta go watch that. Yeah, I highly recommend it. It was amazing. And it just so happened that it was, like, all the women's team that had been, like, scoring the goals and, like, doing all the dope moves. Right. But they CGI'd it to make it look like the men so that people would watch it, and then they're like, just kidding, bitch. It was the women's. Yeah. (laughs) Joke's on you. Yeah, and I was like, damn, this is high. We need to do that in the the States because the the amount of, like, incel men that would be furious. They would be so upset. (laughs) God damn it. God damn it. Um... Other game that happened yesterday, Spain-Netherlands. Of course, 
we're going to root for Spain after that <laughs> Netherlands match. Um, also, there was a player on the Netherlands. Our producers are no longer here. They gave up on us. They gave up on us. I was going to ask what her name was. Um, Bierenstein? Bieren? That doesn't... That sounds right. <laughs> Bieren... Yeah. Actually, wait. Yeah. You're Bierenstein. Right. She made a comment... About the U.S. women's national team after we lost, it? after our exit, okay. She said that we were, um, and again, I could be twisting this a little bit. I don't have the exact uh, quote, but she called us. She said the players were a little mouthy, and that we were already acting as if we won, um, and that obviously didn't show on the field. <laughs> and just kind of, haha, very stern comment about us. Um, and yeah, then they lost. So it was it was amazing. It was amazing. You know what? I feel like that's fair game though. Like, it is. Fuck yeah. around and find out. Yeah. You're you going to talk shit, back it up. Exactly. And you, if you can't, <laughs> you look like an idiot. You look like an idiot and it's we're fine. all going to cut like, it's all been my timeline has just been nothing but people talking shit about this. <laughs> because and the other part of it too is that like she had a lot of like chances at the mm-hmm. end of the game um against spain which by the way was an amazing game um had a lot of chances and she missed to like tie it to everything because because um spain went up one zero and then um just before the 90th or i think an extra time netherlands scored to tie it and so they went into actual like extra time oh like it was sorry stoppage time, stoppage time is yeah. what i meant sorry yes they went into actual extra time and wow. then that's when spain scored an absolute amazing goal um this girl i, I don't know her name but she like shook the defender out of her boots like f- completely just dusted her and then scored an amazing goal and and obviously winning the game 2-1 it was incredible so amazing so let's talk about semis. Okay. So obviously today Sweden beat Japan, which I don't know, I'm not yeah. convinced, but it, Sweden has advanced. I don't know how what you feel, what your thoughts are on Sweden, I mean, but I feel like they're they haven't proven anything to me to make me feel like they're they knocked us out of the World Cup. But they <laughs> I want to that... use that argument, but at the same time, like we just had a whole like ten minute conversation about how we were mismanaged it and was it was by inches of deciding whether yeah. we were knocked out or not it was inches no because when i saw that my eyes were Could like not the believe. hugest they've ever been yeah actually so uh spain and sweden are set to play in the semi on the 15th on tuesday and then today uh later today Australia plays France, which I will be staying up for because I have I have got to see that live. <laughs> and then actually, yeah. And then a couple hours after that, England plays Colombia, which I feel like will be a good matchup yeah, as well. I, f- I also feel like that'll be a good game. Yeah. Both good games. Really good games. And, you know, you I know really what? don't know. To be honest, this sounds really terrible because the World Cup is held in australia new zealand but i haven't really paid that much attention to the australian i haven't either that sounds really bad i know they had a boring group 
They did. I can't we'll lie. blame it on that. We'll blame it on that. New Zealand, they had what? New Zealand, or maybe they didn't. I don't know. I don't but know, but it just... They we'll wouldn't see. be in the same I'm group. A, I mean, either way, I'm excited to watch the game. Of course. Yeah. But for the first time ever, we won't have someone that's won. We'll have a new winner. Yeah, I know. Which is insane. Which is exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. Predictions. Australia, France, what do you, what do you think? Oracle. Okay. <laughs> Oracle. Oracle. Well, I just admitted that I haven't really paid attention to Australia at all. It's a good guess when you haven't. When you're too deep in it like me, you are too, too close like, to it. France is going to kill them, but mm -hmm. you never know. You never know. They're I, at home. And they have Sam Kerr back. It would be really dope to see Australia win. It would I'm be not really going to lie. It would be dope. It would be so dope. At home, yeah. Yeah, imagine. That's what we all hope for, but we, we all we'll know see. in our heart of hearts. France is... France is crazy. France is so good. France is way too good. Um, It's upsetting. Yeah. And then England, Colombia. Do we want to predict? Oh, man. That one's really tough for me as well, because I feel like... Both teams have been doing really good. Yeah, they have. Like, and they've you... both been pretty solid. And there's just something about, I feel like... For me, my instinct is to say, I don't think England likes to play physical teams. Like, I think that just, like, kind of throws them Why? off. Because they're British. <laughs> the British way of life. Yeah, don't touch me. <laughs> don't get in my space. And Colombia is very physical. And it's an interesting matchup. Interesting matchup. I don't know if we've seen that before, but I think my, I think I'm going to make a crazy guess. I, okay, my what I want to happen, I want Colombia to win. I do. Against England. England. But who, who for Australia, France? That one I don't... Uh, I'm a little torn. You can't share the about the commercial and then... I know, right? Tell me that I got a vote against France. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Come on. I know. We'll see. We'll see. But... Um, it goes to PK's. Can you imagine? Oracle. <laughs> Oracle. If it does, because uh, I just thought about it, I was like, maybe I'll stay and watch it at my mom's house and then keep her up. But then I'm like, if it goes to PKs, you're going to be there forever. <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm going to be there forever. Um, So Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. And then, yeah, we're almost already at freaking final. I know. Shaven. I'm excited. The 20th of August. Okay, okay, okay. Who do you think you'll see in the final? Okay. Who's winning Spain, Sweden? Spain. I'm going with Spain. Okay, yeah, I too. really think I Spain honestly... looks so good. Yeah. They're clicking. They're looking so dangerous. And just, I just love their, their style of play. Um, I'm going to go with France, Colombia. And I think France will, I think it'll be France, Spain. <gasps> final answer. But... I think, honestly, you might be right. But will France win? Who's to say? I would, I guess I wouldn't be mad about that. I, I just really, my heart, I really want Spain. I really do. <laughs> I love Spain. <laughs> I'm sorry. You I heard it here, folks. You heard it here first. I have a soft spot for the Spaniards. Wow. Her name is... Who? Uma. The, the girl from the Spain team who scored that goal, she's 19. 19. So Amazing. Much. I think her last name, Para Luelo? I'm butchering her last name. Hold on. Is that the girl that I said was in the top 10? 
No. No. It's not her. Is it? No. Putellas? Puteas? No, that's not it. Mm. I don't know how to pronounce that, but that's that's her last name. Parayuelo? Let's get JD Cal... Uh, JP Della Camera in here and have him... <laughs> he pronounces his name so smoothly. Yeah, I said her, JD. Her goal was JP. you should go watch it. You really She's should. She's only 19. Can we do a live react? Okay, yeah. Shapen, you have to see this goal. What's her name? Selma. Selma. Selma? She's looking for it. Beer's okay. died, by the way. Missed it. Had to throw that in there. I think there's like three in here. She keeps missing. That was her again, by the way. Damn, so everyone was talking shit about her. Everyone was talking shit. shit. Yeah, so here it goes. Nineteen. Wow. It's yeah. But putting that girl and she like goes at her one one v one. And she like step back. Oh what a goal. What a moment. In the hundred and tenth minute to put Spain up to one. Incredible. That is incredible. Nineteen years old. Nineteen. I can't imagine being that young and just having your whole life ahead of you but you're playing in the world cup representing your country what amazing amazing feeling knowing you're gonna be a hero when you go back home people are gonna be talking about you that's so true yeah i heard that some of the some of the teams in the world cup like did like a gofundme to get to the world yeah cup. jamaica right okay yeah. i didn't want to i didn't want to misspeak and say it was yeah. jamaica but i'm like i swear jamaica it, and look that, how far and well they did incredible but also sad that these federations exactly. don't give yes. money because you know they do for the men's but hey oh to be i'll a die woman. on this hill wow <laughs> oh to be a man oh to get seven million dollars for doing nothing wow <laughs> oh no it's okay i get it as long as we get money for their mediocre performance. Sorry. Not sorry at Not all. Sorry. I've been embarrassed by the men's team for far too for long. For my entire life. So what are you gonna we're do? We're just gonna call it what it is. Like yeah. perform and get paid or don't get paid. Doing the bare minimum. <laughs> That's literally what it is. Oh, um, one last thing, though, I guess, just to sum up, like, kind of where we're at, I will say, really happy with what I've seen from this World Cup. I think we learned a lot on the U.S. side, yes, blah, 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 who cares, who cares. But from the other nations, I know we said this last time, too, amazing to see the level yes. grow as much as it has. And also, one thing to note, too, the margins... Um, are becoming smaller and smaller in yes. football, which is insane. Which but, is... like, even the margins of error, like, one little mistake, one little, like, centimeter, you get a handball, a PK, and that's deciding a game. And yeah. that's in, that's just insane in itself, you know? But that's what makes it exciting. I know. I feel like, in a way, yeah, I'm sad that the U.S. is out. Mm-hmm. But also, in a way, it's exciting because it just shows, like, it's not the u.s versus the world in terms of the women's world cup anymore which it yeah could have been considered for the previous world cups like everyone's like the u.s women's national team is fucking the best (laughs) gonna crush everything yeah and it was like assumed yes exactly but now it's not like that anymore Mm -hmm. and it's actually amazing Mm -hmm. like you can get excited 
about other teams and i mean not that you couldn't before mm-hmm. but there's so much more excitement now that they're actually there and proving themselves and beating the u.s beating these yeah top level teams mm-hmm. it's crazy and it's- i and I Amazing. think, and I think it's such a great opportunity too for the U.S. to take this loss and say, like, let's take away all that pressure. Because again, that's all yeah. pressure of like assuming that the U.S. is going to do well because we have done well. Getting rid of all that pressure, starting at a clean slate, and just saying, let's just be us with no expectations, yes, of anything, and just do what we do because we're good at what we do. It's just when we overthink it. It results in what we saw this month. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, it almost feels like kind of like a shift in, mm-hmm. or like a pivotal moment in women's soccer. It's definitely a new chapter. It's new, a- new era. It is. Wow. A new era. Wow. The new young age or the new, you know, players that are under 20 or in their 20s. They're going to be the new star. You know, you have Mark. Oh, my God. We didn't even talk about this. So many people, so many iconic players retiring this tournament that are Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. Marta. Mm -hmm. One of my favorites. Oh, my God. Legend. Yeah. Thank God I got to see her, like, in real life at some point in my life. Just the (laughs) fact that I even can say that is incredible. Marta, you have, obviously, Megan Rapinoe retiring. Julie Ertz just announced her retirement. Um. Christine Sinclair in Canada. Yeah. She's gone, going to be gone as well. She won't be back next World Cup. I think Pop from Germany, I think that this might be her last World Cup. If oh, I'm wow. Not mistaken, too. Maybe not. That one may be up in the air. Uh, I feel like she has some more in her, but all these legends, though. Who else? But maybe it's just because we're old. <laughs> Don't do this to me, show. <laughs> We we can have an existential crisis on the podcast. Okay. It's fine. Okay. If as long as it's a safe space, <laughs> it is. Wait, retiring. Well, Taylor, do you know World mm-hmm. Cup players retiring this year? I will know shortly. I just need to know who else is retiring. Marta, did RG go home. Meg Yeah. Did RG go home? Yeah. It's okay. She stayed for a good part of the podcast. I think. Do you think Lindsay Horan is done? Like, do you think she'd be named in four more years? It's done. Duh. Um. Or no. I don't know, actually. Because this is the first year I actually really like Lindsay Horan. <laughs> I know. That sounds terrible. <laughs> that sounds say. bad, but like, I don't know. I just never saw Caroline much of her. Seeger of Sweden. You done? No, dude. Go away, please. <laughs> Can I keep that in? Wait, Seeger? Yeah, or Sager. Sager from where? Sweden. Oh. I don't know who that is. Estefania Bonini of Argentina? No. Not ringing a bell. <laughs> Sager. Bonini. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be a lot more. But still, that's a good that's list. A good amount, yeah. It's a good amount of people that retire after this World Cup. Sad. But hey, on to the next generation. We have some great talent to look forward to. I mean, young of young players, you have Sophia Smith, Alyssa Thompson's, mm-hmm. Trinity Rodman's. These are going to be the new names, the new Barbie dolls. 
I already love them. I already so. love them too. I think yes, I love everything about. Oh, Naomi Grima. We love her. We love. We stand. What's not to love about Nay? What? Okay, this is gonna be my question to end or to wrap it up. Okay. What do you think the U.S. Women's National Team can take away from this experience in the World Cup and use in their next experience the next time that they go to the World Cup? Like, what is the big lesson? Which is a big question. But, like, what if you were, say you were the head coach, Mm -hmm. like, what would be the one thing that you're like, okay, this is what we learned? Mm -hmm. Right away, what comes to my mind is that all of what we've known and what we've been, what we've built ourselves off of, yes, it matters, but I feel like going forward, that shouldn't be what we always lean on. Like, that shouldn't be number one. Like, slate is wiped clean. We are rebirthed. Wow. (laughs) I love that. A renaissance. A renaissance. And that's all like simplicity back to basics not expecting anything to already just be there just yeah like work with what is there not molding it into something it's not Mm -hmm. or like past i think that's what's been our issue especially recently when we've hit such a rut is like that exactly trying to mold what we have into what's already existed and pay homage to like the pioneers that got us to where we're at. And that's always going to be a part of our history and always going to be a part of our journey. But like to set that as the main foundation and the main focal point is wrong for us to continue to yeah. do at this point yeah. with the talent that we have and like the direction that we're going, it's time to turn a new page. Yeah. And not only that, like we acknowledge that the whole, the challenges and opponents that we see are also vastly changing Mm -hmm. and improving every single year like not even world cup so to continue like sticking in those old ways is a mistake i mean look at literally every other country that has made that mistake you look at germany norway Mm norway is a huge one that i think and again i i don't fall too closely to the norwegian team but i feel like there was a lot of mistakes there of like playing staleness that's a great way to put it and just keeping it you know what we know instead of what we can be Mm -hmm. and it's resulted i mean you have legendary i I don't remember her i know she played for the norwegian team the the coach for the norway team Mm -hmm. this year was like rice or reese i think it was reese yeah she used to play um Against me, Ham, Julie Foudy, all of them. And it's like, I love that we're bringing that history back. Like, and, and that would, my, my criticism here would go the same way if we were to do that for um, US Women's National Team. If we brought a 99er into coach, now I'd be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Because it's like, we got to, we got to move on, you know, at some point you got to move on. And I think that's what some of these other countries haven't done. And what we're starting to see from ourselves, we haven't moved on Mm -hmm. and we need to, because everyone else has, and everyone else is starting their, their whole new, you know, 
journeys of being these incredible teams. And we, if we're just going to continue to live in the past, we're not going to keep up. Yeah. For the sake of the game and the gameplay and just like, exactly. The, the other teams are, they're already doing it. They're already doing it and they're just living in the moment. And that's really where the key to success is, I think. Just existing and not worrying about like the past or the future and just being sounds very um <laughs> sounds very zen <laughs> just being just just focus on being so mindful so mindful <laughs> oh man shoot i thought i had one more thing i was gonna say but now i can't remember it's okay that was a good question to wrap up with though. yeah but you didn't answer my answer would be get a new manager honestly okay yeah we'll we'll put it this way my answer would be when something isn't working stop trying to make it work Mm -hmm. because clearly continuing on the same path didn't lead to victory Mm. and so in my opinion if the style of play isn't working stop trying to do that right and yeah i can vary from opponent to opponent like different teams use a different strategy although at the same time you have your set of players and you know what they're capable of find the most efficient way to have them on the field and play the style that you want to play the way that you know is the most efficient and effective and do that and if it's not working, it's clearly not the right answer. Mm-hmm. So stop trying to do that. And also, can can you also argue to add on to that? Have some tricks up your sleeve. Like have some things that you make a little change here and there and you... That's what the subs are for. That's what the subs are for. And I, not even just like the subs, but even like, for example, I, when I was watching the Netherlands game, when they went down 1-0, the manager ended up putting a defender... That, by the way, was the reason for the handball mm-hmm. that they got scored on. He put her up, up top. And guess what happened, Shebin? <laughs> she scored. Amazing. That's what I mean. Like, those kinds of we tactical changes. No. what? It, he looks like a genius. Yeah. Those kinds of things. Have some tricks up your sleeve. If you have a shitty coach, just get a new one. <laughs> <laughs> just get a new one and the, all your problems are solved. The managers are getting paid well. Do a very well job. Do you're getting paid that, that amount for so a reason. shitty for me to say, but yeah. like it's the world's biggest stage in terms of women's soccer. You need to be on your A game, mm-hmm. and you need and to look like, like you've the, been there before. Yeah, that's just yeah. like the way it is. Right. It sounds harsh, but it's literally the way it is, and that's you're representing one of the powerhouses mm-hmm. of the tournament. Mm-hmm. You need to be at that caliber and if it's not bye fool <laughs> <laughs> that's it's as simple as that yeah so that's my answer that's if it's answer. not working stop doing it <laughs> just stop that sounds like so the simple dumbest it's just the most simplest thing but, but it's but it's not because we didn't even do that yeah so but speaking of new managers um there has already been a list i guess released again very sp- uh speculative yeah in terms of i mean there's random names thrown in there but a couple people's names of potential new managers for don't say me (laughs) don't say me 
Why was I going to say I wish? But that's completely no, but... going against my argument I had earlier. Obviously, I don't wish, but that'd be cool. But also, it would um, be dope. But at the it kind of would be dope. But yeah, it's for the no. Culture. She's not on there. She's not on there. Um, Jill Ellis is on there again. What? Please no. Wow. I don't think players liked her. Mm. Some. I think some did, and then maybe some didn't. Interesting. She was. I think Jill Ellis. May or may not have been on Tobin Heath and Kristen Press's podcast. I think she show. was. Wasn't she? Yeah, okay, I haven't watched was. that episode on YouTube. I also have great watched... show, by the way. Yeah. Please, everyone, go watch the recap. Is it a recap show? Yeah. That's what it's called? Yeah. Wait. Amazing. Yeah, it is. I Their football show. IQ is incredible. But um, Jill Ellis was on there. Pia? Do you know who Pia is? Is she was like the U.S. Women's National Coach from like that sounds extremely familiar. She now is the woman or Brazil women's team manager. Oh, okay. Um, look how that turned out. <laughs> it's looking up. It's looking up. No. Um, and then my favorite, and the only reason why she's my favorite now is because I watched her on again Tobin Heath and Chris and Press's show. Laura Harvey. She's the um, O.L. Reigns. Manager? Oh my god. Yeah. Um, Orlando? Yeah. No. Wait, no. Uh, Seattle. Yes. Yeah. Because Orlando is... Oh, well, Pride? Yeah, Pride. Pride, yeah. But yes, Laura Harvey, who I didn't know this until I watched the show, but she was, like, it was between her and Flacco when they were deciding, and they did, they went with Flacco. They, they made, made a mistake. Choice. They made a mistake. Wow between them two and she would talks about it too she she's honest she was honest she was like yeah i was pretty upset oh yeah who wouldn't but, be <laughs> like but she but she respected him she told she was on the um u20s she was like on that role oh, okay. as the assistant coach and she was responsible for penalty kicks of all things <laughs> of all things did we not have that okay oh, do we not have that at the senior level cool for real there couldn't i'm gonna say no because uh, if there was then that person clearly wasn't doing their job because no now someone had that job and they did it and we're calling them out right we're calling them out hey no but she said that like they that's all they would do they would every after every practice it would be about taking the penalty kicks and like getting into like a routine and you would do everything the same way and like practice to the point where like it just became so routine that it just happened oh i like that mm -hmm. and i'm like that's what made that's what makes me so critical of them because i'm like if that's what the preparation was to go into like those kind of moments and you still don't have those things happen that's unfortunate yeah something was amiss <laughs> yeah Anyway, we don't need to go back to that point. But anyway, Laura Harvey on the list. Maybe she'll get her chance. Do you think she would be willing? Yeah, why Still? not? Yeah, why not? I yeah. feel like I feel like if you're given that chance, would you do it? Fair. Like you would knowing like how much she knows, she would Mhm. Mm Knowing she was upset that she didn't get picked. Yeah. It sounds like she had a plan. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to speak for her, but like, you know, it's her, it has been her role before to make like decisions. And I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like she, hopefully, and, we can hope. And hey, 
She coached Sophia Smith, Naomi Verma, yeah, Trudy Rodman. The trio. <laughs> we love them. We love them. She coached them already, so I don't know. The million just pieces. saying, everybody. Just saying. Who's to say? <laughs> the Women's World Cup. 2023. Who did we say we were gonna see in the final? France. France. Spain. Spain. My heart tells me Spain. I want them to win, but my mind tells me France is probably gonna win. <laughs> I got a battle going on right now. Mine when versus... the final comes, I'll take a clip from this, or... and we'll see if we were right. Oracle. Tita, do you hear that? Mm. Oh, she's sleeping. That's fine. It is fair. It is 11. It is 11. Okay, we'll wrap this up then. Okay. Sorry, I smoked and I was sleeping. <laughs> That's so fair. Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. I'm just kidding. We are drinking Liquid Deaths right now. It is the best water. A water sommelier told me. A water sommelier? Yeah. 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 There's water sommeliers? Mm -hmm. No, I just know one guy on TikTok oh. who called himself a water sommelier, <laughs> and he says that this is legit water. I will only believe him if he says that Fiji water is not good at all. Trash. He said it's okay. It's not great. Okay. But it's not... I can get behind that. Purified water is trash. Fiji water is like, if there's not better ones, then it's okay. No, F Fiji, water, Fiji water to me tastes like fake water. Like water really fake taste pretending like water. to be water. That's a that's a high. Thought. I've been I've been <laughs> killing it tonight with yeah. my articulation. I'm usually not this clear, clear minded. <laughs> wow. Thank you all for listening to this second episode of Two Girls, One Cup. We're two girls that talk about the World Cup. Honestly, I don't know what's going to happen once the World Cup is over. We'll figure that out we'll later. We'll figure that out. That's tomorrow's problem. <laughs> problem for future us. Future us. Good luck. Regardless, <laughs> thank you all for listening. If there's any of you out there. <laughs> and thank you to those that listened to episode one. We had some We had some listens. I honestly was shocked, but hey. also elated. I hey. was really excited. Like you said in episode one, if there's just a, we have a single listener out there. Mom, that's, I love you. It was my dope. mom. <laughs> yeah, same. It was definitely my mom, too. <laughs> Our moms love us. Yeah. Um, we'll see you guys in the next episode with more comments on the Women's World Cup. Yeah, we probably won't say a date this time because... We totally... She and I were stressing out about I was the fact out... that... <laughs> We did not. We missed our Tuesday deadline. Of My what we anxiety promised everyone. was into another world. Yeah, I feel like it's been like three weeks since we since it we honestly last might be. It, it it's up there, but that's okay. Life has happened. We've we're out. We were gone. We're, we're back. moving on. We're moving on. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. I swear to God.
I'm gonna put this in the end. Yeah. Please. I cannot believe this is us episode one. On, this is us episode one actually. I know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Freaking out the second that that uh we started recording. Okay. Oh my, I have an intro ready.